There's something about the act of putting together a vision board that allows us to break through some of those obstacles in our thinking that stop us from dreaming. And if we can't dream, imagine, and envision what we want, well, we can't take steps toward it. about how you can savor and not just survive motherhood. How would you like to be less frazzled, more calm, scream less, respond more, and exchange autopilot living for more joy? Sound good? As we journey together, you'll explore how to know, love, and accept yourself today to clear the path toward your dreams, hopes, and visions for tomorrow. But we're not just going to chat. We're going to take action. Through conversations, power sheets, and visual tools like vision boards, we're taking simple steps to go from where you are on this journey to where you want to be. I'm your host, Elise Daly-Parker, a certified life coach, writer and speaker, mom of four, and spouse for 37 years. Through this podcast, I'll share hands-on tools, practices, and resources, along with lots of encouragement to empower you to savor, not just survive, this busy season of life with clarity, confidence, and calm. Thanks for joining me. I'm so delighted you're here. Well, hey, Mama, who is possibly still knee-deep in the messiness of the holidays, but ready for a new year. Just in case there's any question about it, I want to firmly state here and now, I love vision boards. Along the lines of one word for the new year, vision boards have been a life changer for me. Since I'm a writer and editor who's written a bazillion words over my many years and edited 100 times more, you would think that journaling would be my glorious go-to. And don't get me wrong, I love journaling, processing through writing, understanding my life, exploring and sharing my insights through writing, but sometimes I get overwhelmed by my own words and even by someone else's words. I didn't know this. This has been a bit of a discovery. This little journey of mine started back in 2011, which I can hardly believe. It started with the discovery of one word for the new year. And by the way, that was a concept that came through John Gordon, who I believe is still doing the work of one year and many other things. He's really an inspirational writer and speaker. Anyway, speaking of writing, I believe I've written about my one word for the new year pretty much every year since. So that's for about 10 years now. In case you'd like to know more about One Word for the New Year, I'll put a link in the show notes to my One Word for the New Year worksheet, and I'll also include a link to the live One Word for the New Year Instagram workshop I did. In discovering the One Word for the New Year concept, I found freedom. Every year prior to the One Word discovery, I would face the new year with a list of resolutions in mind. I'm sure I wrote them down too, and then I'd forget about them because they were buried in a journal somewhere, or I'd abandon them by January 19th, along with millions of other New Year's resolutioners. And then, of course, I wouldn't even want to know what those resolutions were because I didn't want to feel the shame of giving up. Again, does this resonate with anybody? Then came along one word for the new year. Suddenly, I was no longer entrapped by a list of resolutions 
I knew I wouldn't keep or even keep track of, but darn if I didn't believe I might on January 1st. Instead, I was now inspired by one word that would guide me like a rudder on my personal journey or raise my awareness or help me grow. I remember my first one word was now. Some of my subsequent words have been change, God, and metanoia. That was such a fun one. And in 2021, my word was initiate. I haven't fully reflected on this word yet, but I know my new word for 2022 is free. Again, if you're interested in understanding how I get to this word, I'll put some helpful links in my show notes. I truly found freedom in the one word for the new year concept. And funny enough, my one word on what is likely my 10th anniversary of being a one worder is free. In other words, I found freedom in choosing one word, and this year, my word is actually free. I believe there are no coincidences, only God incidences. So I can tell you, I am really looking forward to this year of free. Even as I write this, I'm sensing this truly will be a year of being set free in some areas of my life. The journey has already begun. Within a few years of discovering the one-word concept, I came across vision boards. Honestly, I was hesitant at first. They seemed a little too new-agey for me, and like a nice exercise that resulted in a fun collage, but I don't consider myself very creative, so I was a little put off. Yet vision boards intrigued me, so I decided to give it a try. I would make a board sort of loosely about the life I wanted. I got myself a piece of poster board, a stack of magazines, which is easy for me because I am still a magazine lover, some glue sticks, and scissors. I thought about what I wanted more of in my life, how I wanted to improve myself, habits, fitness, finance, faith, marriage, my relationships with my kids, family members, friends. And I thought about what I also wanted less of, overcommitment, overwhelm, fear, FOMO, fear of missing out, and codependency. Then I made my first vision board. My good husband set about laminating it for me so it wouldn't get buried under one pile or another, and I could keep it right on my desk in front of me. It wasn't the prettiest board I've ever seen. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't sparse, airy, and color-coordinated like some I've seen, but it was colorful, a bit all over the place, yet clear, dynamic, And it was mine, and I loved it. From there, my passion really grew. I read up on vision boards a bit, and truly, they had not gained the kind of popularity I see today. They were still the property of, you know, mindset and manifestation gurus. But now I'm seeing them all over the place. Yet, at that time, I decided to just make them my own. And my enthusiasm was contagious. I was invited to run workshops for lots of different groups, a women's ministry planning retreat, another ministry visionary meeting, several business and entrepreneur groups, college groups, and now I've run my own workshops, including virtually because of, you know, you know why. But it's really been exciting. What I hear time after time is I've always heard about vision boards and I've meant to do them, but I've never gotten around to it. And then once we actually put our boards together, here's what attendees have said. Wow, I thought a vision board was just a pretty collage, but now I see how powerful they are. 
Another attendee said, my vision board gave me clarity about what matters most to me and what I can do to make sure my life reflects that. Another attendee, vision boarding helped me put words and images to my hopes, dreams, and goals. It made me feel accountable and creative. There's something about the act of putting together a vision board that allows us to break through some of those obstacles in our thinking that stop us from dreaming. And if we can't dream, imagine, and envision what we want, well, we can't take steps toward it. To quote again one of my favorite truths, if we aim at nothing, we'll hit it every time. Vision boards are a tool for realizing our dreams. Just like SMART goals, specific, measurable, attainable, reasonable, and timely, vision boards are a method of going from where we are to where we want to be. When we map out our vision boards, whether digitally through Google Jamboard or Canva or something like that, or if we use a physical board, powerful things happen. I like to put it in a number of A words, assess, articulate, assert, and act. We assess where we are, what we want to cultivate more of, and what we want to let go of. Then we articulate where we desire to be. We envision the possibilities, the hope and excitement of what can be. Next, we assert our desires by boldly choosing meaningful pictures and words we will keep in front of us to inspire, motivate, and activate our dreams. And finally, act. We naturally move toward the hopes, goals, dreams, and visions on our boards that we keep in front of us. And if we take ourselves seriously, we determine some action. Vision boards aren't magical. They're actually a very practical approach to reflecting, imagining future potential, and following through. As with so many other approaches to growing and changing, adopting new habits, setting and reaching goals, learning something new, a layer of accountability is a powerful addition that will make a vision board work harder for you. So gather some friends and the necessary materials and get to making a vision board that uniquely reflects you where you are and where you want to be, your hopes, dreams, and visions, and check in with one another over the next year. Here's to 2022. Lord, I pray for the mama listening to this podcast today. The holidays take a lot of work and focus. Would you help her carve out a little time to think about this past year and what she'd like for this next year? Give her a little space to think and hear from you. Remind her of your plans and purposes for her. And bless this mom and her family with good health and joy throughout this next year. In Jesus' name, amen.